How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. What's up, everyone? I'm Zach Williamson. This is the Culture Crave Podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts, Ross Cutsworth and Luke Goosens. Today we're talking House of the Dragon. Full-on spoilers, so make sure you watch the episode before listening. Had a lot of DMs reaching out saying this is the first time they're listening since back when we recorded Game of Thrones years ago. Welcome back. If you're new, I hope you like it. Make sure to drop us a rating review after on Apple or Spotify. And fair one, had mic issues with mine and Ross's mic. We don't think that'll be an issue going forward. So thanks, guys. One rule, I think, with this pod going forward for this is I don't think that we should talk about the future because the future is out there. Anyone can go find it. We're not going to be able to do theories as much with this. I feel like the show is also filling in gaps that weren't explained in the books. Yeah, I was going to say, we already see that it's slightly different. You know, it's kind of its own thing with Aegon's vision being added in. Definitely filling in some gaps there. Filling in something though, because that was yeah, no, yeah, that would be that'd be lost knowledge because Ray, what's his name, Rhaegar was probably the last one to know that stuff, and he got killed during Robert's rebellion. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's lost knowledge, and that's an interesting way to tie him over. That oh wait, so Aegon really came over to Westeros for a bigger reason than just that. It's cool lord building in that aspect to add that. Well, I thought. That, yeah. Oh, from Dragonstone? Yeah. Okay, I got what you were saying. Because I was going to say they yeah. came, they went to Dragonstone from Valyria because of that vision. That well, yeah, that's what I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. Yeah. But it's not really changing yep. anything. It's just filling in something that makes sense with the lore. No, yeah. They did change, actually, a major change was the ages of the daughters of... Rin, what is her name? Rian? The fucking little princess. Rhaenyra. It's Rhaenyra. Yeah. Rhaenyra? Oh, Rhaenyra, that's it. Why they always got to have them kind of names? With the A-E <laughs> in it? Targaryen. Man, that's some Targaryen. That's some Targaryen shit. So they, what they did change about her is that when she was named the heir in the book, she was eight years old. And this definitely seems like she's a bit older. It seems more like she's 13, 14. Yeah, but I feel like it's a little more realistic. You're going to have an 88-year-old? Yeah, the, as the, yeah, I think we don't need some like, Leia... <laughs> No, I was going to oh, say, like, Obi-Wan uh, Yeah, acting. we don't need some Leia bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so they they aged that up. And then Allison Hightower, she was nine years older than her in the book. So they changed that so that they're equal or same age, same-ish age. She might be a little bit older still. Yeah. But so that, and I think that works actually with the story. Auto sending Allison in was fucked. There's so That's- many fucked moments in this episode. That was pretty whack. Yeah. That and then this motherfucker. Oh, what this, what's his name? The King Viserys? Viserys. Viserys, right? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Him, He's the first one. Him just making that choice for his wife. Bro, it was about to I was so out. pissed. No, it didn't. It didn't. It was about to, though, I'm saying. For his dude, okay. it almost panned out. I mean, bro, that's not even the thing. You could have handled it differently. Yeah, but bro... He could have went up to her and been. What did you say? Just hold still, man. That was that's like a really ag. Oh, that's such a fucked up moment for someone that you love to do to have it go down that way. Because she was gonna die regardless. 
No, no, no. He said you could save one or the other. No, the maester. Yeah, that's no. Nope. Yeah, he did. He said he said you could save one, <laughs> but not both. No, he said they're either both gonna die or you can save one, as in you can save the baby i thought is what he was saying so we were trying to show how dangerous childbirth was but also to dramatize the terrible position that viserys is put in because it's made very clear to him that emma is going to die either way the only choice that you really have in the matter is whether you try to save the child no aegon targaryen who had two wives well he had see, sister I wives no you could have fucking two wives Okay, I didn't. It's know just that. it's it's not traditional, right? Aegon might have been the exception and all that. If I think back before the lore, before that situation, Megor Targaryen had multiple wives too. He actually had six wives. Aegon was over a hundred years before this, because I'm I'm pretty sure there's been okay. So at the time of, between of this king, there was Jaehaerys before him, and then before that was Megor the Cruel, and before that was Aegon, so... Yeah, and Jaehaerys ruled for, like, 60 years. So he he had a long rule. Yeah, and Magor even had a, a couple years. Yeah, his was, like, seven years. It, it was pretty decent. Fuck, there actually might be another one in... No, no, Magor was his son. Yeah. yeah. There was a, but there was Magor a brother was a before fuck. Magor. <laughs> Remember, there was someone before Magor, though, too. He had his yeah. first son who was king, and he died. And he might have been killed low-key by Magor. <laughs> Because Megor was stronger. It's kind of like a Damon situation right now. Do you think Damon is as bad as Megor, though? I don't think... Megor was evil as fuck. I mean, so Damon's I mean, pretty... At this point, you don't know yet, man. Like, <laughs> maybe they both thought that what they were doing was right. Damon hasn't really done anything that bad yet. I mean, besides just fucking maiming the shit out of a huge chunk of people. <laughs> they were criminals, to be fair. Braun did that shit, remember? In uh, season two, Braun killed all the criminals and stuff before King's Landing, before the Battle of King's Landing. The only no, he thing... didn't kill them. He just rounded them up. Dude, he implied that he killed them, though. Okay, that's that's also fucked up a little bit. But, you know, Braun, he had some redeeming acts. Oh, so you're just giving Braun a fucking free pass? <laughs> yeah, what? Dude, no, I said that's also fucked up. No, he, wait, he's not. No, no, no. Not brand, Braun. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the the guy that trains yeah, Jamie and shit. Yeah. yeah. No, fuck that dude. Fuck him. I think the only uh, thing was, that he was a cool character leads us to believe he's bad was that he sat on the Iron Throne that one time. Bro, yeah. you might have said air but, for a day. That's some fucked up shit, dude. I know that's so fucked. That's, About your brother. He loves his brother too. It's like if he really if he really said that, that's still technically a rumor as of right now because he didn't confirm it. But yeah, he didn't deny it. He didn't deny it either. That's true. But didn't he go on that tangent about Hightower is a cunt and potentially is trying to manipulate situations too? Was that right the same conversation or was that a different one? Yeah, they were playing in tandem, like side by side. They were playing out. That was before. That was before that when he said that. No, no, no. That was at the bar. That was the same. No, bro, because the part where he goes off. Oh, when he calls him directly to a. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was on a general tangent about people trying to kick him out in the bar. And then he also called him a cunt. Yeah. Does the book explain how this all plays out? Yeah, but it tells it from a different perspective. Yeah, it does. Ross is wrong. It just gives an outline. Like, it doesn't even. There's not really lines or perspectives from his wife. So I thought that was actually a good ad. 
that they included her dialogue and described. Yeah, bro. That's what I was saying. Like before the pod, so we're not going to talk too much in the future on things, but because if you really wanted to, anyone could look up and see what's probably going to happen with these people. They might do some slight changes, and also there is the factor too that the book was written by a maester after who won, which off my dome, I honestly can't remember who ends up winning, who ends up coming out of this which I'm going to try to keep to do for the next couple of years yeah. until it's over. But you could also have whoever wrote that be on the side of, you know, whoever won and could change some stuff because that's what George R. R. Martin said. They said, well, this is written from a certain perspective, the maesters. Well, the, whole, the whole thing with the book too is that it was written to, from multiple perspectives. So one of them was, uh, a lot of it was written by like a certain maester and then, and his perspective is considered pretty reliable, but, then some of it was written by like a court jester or just like a guy that's in the court to tell jokes and shit like that. And he wrote part of the book and there's different perspectives. And so, okay. okay. In some scenes, like he has written some stuff too, that was actually written out as a story. I think he wrote a story about Damon and there's a story about Rhaenyra. Did I say it right that time? Rhaenyra? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Is this, has this maester been revealed in the story or no? Bro, I, I, I'm trying not to remember that too far ahead, but I don't know, actually. <laughs> they might have. Yeah, so it's like they can change some stuff and fill in some stuff, but there is an outline, yes. And we do know where the story is going. George R. R. Martin has at least finished the entire outline of where this all goes to by the time we get to Game of Thrones era. Robert's Rebellion all that. Oh, it's like Master, Maester Gildan. George and R. R. Martin has already too. written all this. He's written all this, or he just told the fucking directors this? He has a whole outline for what happens. Yeah, that you can go, we can, any of us can read, and it sort of is like an encyclopedia, but then there's some stories that he's also written in it, too, that yes. do certain, gotcha. situ- certain situations. Okay. Zach, I have that book. I've fired it to you, right? No, 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 the, it's like the history of Westeros or something. Oh, well, Fire okay. and Blood might be the well, expansion yeah. or the most complete yeah. version. But for the for this, this show is based on Fire and Blood is what they said. Yeah. If Fire and Blood is more like that one with different perspectives. And then there's an yeah. encyclopedia one that's like history of Westeros. It's something like yeah. that. But there's another it one. Just yes. has a, a mm-hmm. fuck, it just has a whole timeline. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And Luke, the other thing that too that they said is that for this story specifically, they only have... I think they said four seasons plotted for it, for this storyline with these characters right now, this generation of Targaryens. But there's still other... With with Fire and Blood, you could do like a sequel series and call, I don't know, House of the Dragon 2. And then it's 100 years in the in the future or 50 years. You know, it's like another generation. You can do other stories. You could go backwards too and show it's Aegon's conquest. The dragons declining too, if it was after... Yeah. Well, this is going to show the the great decline of the dragons. It's, you know. Oh, big time. Yeah. Some of the shit that happens in this story. Ooh, I'm excited for the later seasons. Holy fuck. Like the battle over the God's Eye is going to be insane. You're just literally Holy now shit. talking spoilers, bro. You see? I'm not saying anything specific. I'm just saying. No, so, no oh, talking ahead. Oh, dude. I know this will be oh. hard because we can't theorize as much with this show, but man, it's fun to actually be talking about Game of Thrones again, though, to be honest. Yeah. That shit was actually fucking good. I thought the whole time quality. I liked even how they added yep. that scene with Jaharis at the beginning and showed basically it was like a prologue, you know? That was cool. Yeah, that was that was nice. It, it caught you because it, I feel like it just did a good job of catching up 
a lot of people where they're at. Dude, I've never seen a point of view jousting shot like that too. That was sick. Bro, that was dope. Yeah. That was so tight. The what is it, combat arms combat or whatever that they did after was pretty dope too. Yeah, what the fuck are the rules of jousting, bro? I thought like this dude was tripping horses there and it's like you it's is it just to the death i didn't understand that i thought man i mean my knowledge is largely based off knight's tale and I, dude same same because i was, I was like, say, this bro, seems like a you unique can trip take. a fucking horse man i i think it's a unique take on jousting because well based on what i've seen in other movies this seems a lot more cutthroat fast if, jousting if, dude that was sick yeah. man they were just running around grabbing another one grabbing like, it Round two, baby. No Bro. pause at all. Just straight in. And then they're yeah. allowed to just hop off their horse and fight to the death. Yeah. Like, right out. Like, yeah, if, you're a, if you're a sore loser, you can just assault your your opponent. Jousting does not look short at all, bro. <laughs> like, I no, would bet money like, on that shit, but, dude, no shot, man. I guess, you're basically you know what I was just, just a about, glorified though? gladiator. The, the hound, or sorry, at the hound, the mountain, he kind of cheated in jousting, jousting too, remember? So they did a step. Well, when he so cut the horse's head off. Oh. Didn't he kill the guy too? Yeah, I think he uh, added a special reinforcement to his lance or something. Right? Yeah, you fucking cheating ass motherfucker. Yeah. And afterwards, he cut his horse's head off with one blow. Yeah. That was that was nuts. Yeah, so I guess you can do that. They've established that. So, But this was brutal. That whole scene was brutal. And then cutting it together with the C-section. Jesus. Holy shit, that was graphic as fuck. That was intense. All that was, man. There were smashing heads, too. Of that. Yeah. Saw, you saw, like, a start go down bad, bro. A start got smoked during that, all that. Damn. Oh, yeah. Some of the Baratheons got smoked, too, big time. I think one did, yeah. So there was, like, a Baratheon and a Stark both definitely died in that, in that battle. God damn. Kristen Cole, and, though? Oh, he's going to be... Oh, wait, fuck, I can't talk spoilers. Okay, Kristen Cole... Watch out for him, man. Watch out for him. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Damon sliding too. That was sick, man. I mean, that whole that whole sequence was dope. And Miguel yeah. Saposhnik, Saposhnik, he so he's the one who did like Hard Home. He did Battle of the Bastards. He's the showrunner of the show. He directed this episode, yeah. and he's directing two more later in the season. I think there's six and seven. And he just was like, "Yeah, we just knew we needed to get some sort of scene in here that." would show what we can do with the show, you know, with the action. And it was well done. Was there some kind of weird sexual tension between Damon and Ray Rena or whatever the fuck? Rhaenyra? Oh, uh, when, when he's putting the necklace on? Is that what you're talking about? Bro, every time they're fucking looking at each other. I, I couldn't tell if that was just them having, like, a really I good friendship both, or if it was more do, than that. They do really trust each other. I was reading some interviews too, and they actually asked both these actors about it, and they were just told to play it like they clearly love each other and their family, and there could be something more. There could be another thing with it, is what they were told to play it. So the incest yeah. is strong in these ones. Yeah, and they, so then Matt, uh, what's his name? Matt fucking Smith. Is that his name? The actor who plays Damon? Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. That guy is fucking good in his role, too. I thought all the acting was pretty good, honestly. For sure. Especially, I I thought he stood out this episode. Yeah, this is another lineup of no-name actors, too. Yeah, I haven't heard of 
pretty much any of these people and they're all knocking out of the part. I, th- I think Matt Damon was a standout and I also think <laughs> oh, Matt fuck, Damon, dude, baby. I just, He's Matt God Damon. Damon. What's his name? Matt, Matt Damon, uh, baby. Matt, Matt Smith. <laughs> Matt Smith. God damn it. Damn, bro. The most I generic think, name ever. Sorry, man. Just classic. The Damon. Go on. I think Matt Smith and then also the actress who played the mother of Rhaenyra, they both had great performances, especially this episode. I think they were the standouts. Like they were, they were amazing. Both the mother, yeah, she had like she was fucking good. ten lines. Yeah, but dude, you felt I like think she that's did what really I mean. Well. With ten <laughs> lines, you fucking nail your shit. You know, I thought that she added a lot of emotion to her roles, and even telling him originally, I can't do another one, man. That was a good scene with her, and then the scene with her and her daughter. Yeah. And seeing how, how she reacted when the C-section was being performed, too, and all her acting in that part was intense. Yeah, bro. Very good. I thought it was good. I didn't know it was, like, standout. Okay, well, agree to disagree, motherfucker. I just, I actually thought the girl playing Ezra was really good, too, man. And I was thinking, I looked her up after, and she's 22 years old, so it's like they're going to be the time jump and be a different actress later in the show. But, man, she was good enough that I felt like you could just have her be it. Bro, they got her looking so young. Damn. They did have her looking young, though. I think maybe maybe they do. Well, she filmed it, what, probably two years ago? So she'd been 20. Yeah. She's supposed to look like a young teenager. I think that she must be, what, like 14 then in this? 13, 14? Because she's not eight. There's no way that she's playing eight you think years she's, old. You think she's 13? I'm just trying to think of like where they would age him up to. Because remember they did that in Game of Thrones also. Jon Snow was, what, 13, 14 at the beginning of the show? Yeah. In, in, in the books, Luke, sorry. And then he was like 16, 17 in the show. Rob was like half a year older than Jon Snow. She's 11. She's 11. And Daenerys was hella young too, supposed to be in the book. Yeah, she was even younger when, that, when she was raped by Khal Drogo. Yeah, so they aged up. Which was it makes sense to age up is what I was saying. I think what they did was good. Yeah. And also from what you were saying earlier, from the perspective of not having to cast people that are that young. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And the Valerian scenes. The way they did the Valerian scene was really cool, too, with Damon's introduction. Just them talking. Like, there was a bunch of conversations. And I, and I do think that Damon really does actually care about his brother and his niece, he, it did feel like there was sympathy there at, you know, at the funeral and with that scene with her, with Rhaenyra at the funeral. Yeah, I think he does care for his brother. And he knows that basically he's saying, bro, we have to be the ones sticking together still instead of this Hightower guy, you know? At the yeah. end of the day, he's not family. You're right about him deep down. I think he cares about his family, but you're right. There's just that. And, the, and they've foreshadowed them. the pirate stuff, too. That is going to be... I know it. Yes. That was a good fucking little tie. Bro, they actually like did a lot of good foreshadowing and setting up with based off just one throwaway line here and there in the episode. It was good, but dude. I'm excited. say too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why did you add that rule, Zach? That's torturous. I know, man, but Fuck. I just think like... That's too much. There's, I mean, there's you know? so much lore. There's there's I'm enough stuck. to talk about within the episode. Or even right now, we're 30 minutes in. That's not bad. Before even yeah. all the questions. You yeah. know what I would love to see as a spinoff would be the uh, Valyrian Empire before it fell. 
and to see the Demon of Valyria. That yeah, would be, be a lot of dragon dope. stuff. Yeah, their their budget would have to be massive. Yeah, I don't I don't know, bro. Maybe I kind of like having all that shit kind of be lore. Mysterious. That's so far back, and even yeah. this right here is only what two hundred ish years before and it feels like it's far enough away that it's like oh it makes sense no one would be alive it's a whole different story there's enough gap here yeah that's fair i guess this is less fantastical too it's it's more similar to what we saw in the mainline game of thrones just there's going to be more dragons i guess oh yeah i think they're going to keep building up to all that stuff this was a good first episode established the world everything again yeah it was good any other thoughts fellas no, I'm excited. So my questions. Interesting to see how uh I wonder how Corliss Valerian's gonna play out in the show. Because it was interesting to see how he was switching on his claims a little bit between Damon and his wife. I think no, he ultimately went to his wife. Yeah. So you think that's like his number one priority? Well, I think at Over first Damon. he was like, Hey, this is the fucking law, but then all right, if you're yeah. gonna do these things well, what about this woman who was supposed to actually be the queen then? You know? Yeah, true. And she's and still has in sons. good health. And, yeah. Already has a That's male a heir. Point. When it started to being a discussion about all that, then he came in with that shit. So that was interesting to tie his look to that that did come up. But he seems pretty straightforward. He was down with Damon when he said, hey, we need to enforce shit if they're all, you know. Because he's, yeah. he's been in a ton of battles himself in his backstory. Tons of battles, bro. He's the dude out on the fucking... They might even show that shit, a man. Maybe. I can't remember any of the storylines. What's but... the name of that dude? Corliss Valerian. Corliss Valerian. Yeah. And the Valerians I'm... were tied to the Targaryens too for a while. Yeah. But those two families came over from Valyria when it fell. So they're both mm-hmm. like separate Valyrian families. I'm pretty sure some of the Valerians can use dragons. But I, I think could. it's rare. It's rare than in the Targaryens, right? It's so super rare. I think it even is the yeah. most of the ones who did were also Targaryens crossed over. Yeah, like a yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so I don't think he has a dragon. Is if that's what you're asking? No, I, yeah, I don't think he does either. His wife do does. any of them at this point? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, a lot of them have paired up dragons at this moment for sure. The king, Damon. Rhaenyra, the queen who never was. What's her? What's her name? It's like is it like Valenis? Or I think it starts with a V. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> you said it's D. I said V. I think it's a T, dude. No, Dianis. Plus, isn't there some is Targaryens it? who aren't even living in King's Landing? Like they go over in other places. Dragonstone. Oh, it's Rhaenys. Rhaenys. So it starts with an R. Okay. Shit, okay, Rhaenys. Rhaenyra. <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah. these names are tough sometimes. Shit. <laughs> we'll, get th- we'll get there, though. It's only episode one. Why is Jaehaerys so easy to remember? The old king? I don't know. It just looks just looks like Jaehaerys. Fuck. I, I don't know, dude. I can't tell you that. <laughs> uh, wait, what were you saying, though, originally? I mean, we were just talking about Coralus and what you could do with his story. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. old, though, at this point, though, bro. He's like 50-something, man. True, right. almost sixty, I think. I don't even. But yeah, remember I don't. So I don't, I don't know if his. He's the one who mentioned the pirate thing, though, and like as a naval person, he would have to eventually deal with that. Yeah, 
Oh, dude, I'm just thinking about <laughs> some of the wars and shit that happens in some of the different factions and everything. Yeah, I think what we can always reference to is that the one thing that we can allow is the Targaryen Civil War because that's already been talked about and established even in the old Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. There's a, they've already referenced and, that time, but we don't know. We we don't talk about who or what factions or any of that shit. I think that is stuff we do not talk about because that's spoilery. Yeah. Wait. So, um, what would you two want to see as uh, what? What's your top spinoff at this point that you could have? Like this was mine. Nymeria. No, no, no. Outside of this, I I know that this one's gonna be sick. But outside of this. What's your top spinoff, Ross? I don't eat, bro. Here's the thing: I don't even want to see another spinoff. I want them to just do this one right now because they have a fucking good idea. Don't turn it into like Star Wars or Marvel and do a bunch of shit. Just figure this story yeah. out. Maybe do an animated yeah. show. Ross, you asked the question like you had something in mind. Oh no, I said that because I brought up earlier that one of my something I really would want to see is the Valyrian Empire. And then I was like, oh, wait, I wonder what Luke and Zach's top spinoffs would be. I can tell and you all of them that are in development right now. And then if you want to decide off those, because that one's, I don't Damn, think that they're multiple. doing that one. Yeah, there's like they have four, stuff in I development. Think. There was even like a script, I think, for that, for the area that you're talking about, Ross. But they already scrapped that idea. Yeah. Dude, that one so was maybe crazy they're too. They, had- open to, they could be open to the concept, but they scrapped like the first couple takes on it i think they for that Strips one they on. had four different basically encyclopedias for lore that they had written up for that show specifically like oh, they had cool. a, that he hasn't a even released wild that. amount of script literature yeah george no, R. R. not even george r. r martin they hired people that worked closely with george r. r martin to build out a massive amount of lore for everything well, I, if if he's a part of it, then I consider that his lore because I think he just knows at this point, dude, I really want to build out the world. And he has to sign off on yeah. everything too. It's all his... That's the other thing too with this show. It's just you can totally tell that George R. R. Martin's all over this one. Yeah, that's true. It has a lot of his classic fingerprints, I would say, with the characters being very gray. You know, that you see them do fucked up things and you see them do kind and empathetic things. They're not all... Totally despicable or totally wholesome. I don't think anyone's giving me like straight up Joffrey vibes. <laughs> you know, yeah. nothing like that right now. But there's still more Targaryens to be introduced also. True. Lots more, man. There's like 10 more to go, I think. Shit. Yeah. What? In this whole fucking saga? There's a, yeah, there's in, a lot in of Targaryens. this season alone, dude, there's going to be several more because and there's kids Bro. and stuff too, a bunch of other. This is a whole generation yeah. of them coming up. And even like I read in the interview, Coralus's kids, they didn't have any speaking lines and they're going to be point of view characters for sure, too. Luke, I read in an interview that there's going to be eight dragons in this season, eight different dragons. That I think it's nine. All right. It's nine. OK. And then there's yeah. going to be what, 11 total in the, the show, show. They're planning 17. Oh, 17. That's what okay, R. that R. makes Martin sense said. because, yeah, that's how many. I was going to say in the encyclopedia, it says before the Dance of the Dragons, there were 17 or I think it was like 17 or 18 dragons. There'll be, there'll be 17. Yeah, there'll be a lot. Dude, imagine yeah. if they did your Valyria spinoff. Ross, how many dragons would they have to do? <laughs> Holy shit. 10 million? No, there was never. Thousands. 
There, there was, was probably a peak thousand. I think a thousand's a fuck yeah. ton though. But yeah, man, they That's uh, so many. They had quite a bit more, <laughs> but and not not like a bunch of, of magic and shit. Back oh then. yeah, big time magic. They were going into the volcano, the Valyrian like. I don't. I don't even remember what the volcano was called, but they were going into it and passing, wasn't it? Well, the volcano specifically, but the yeah. whole area was called Valyria. But I don't Mount, Mount Valyria. Valyria. I, I don't fucking know. Dude. <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, but I, they were. I don't know. It makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, they were practicing magic in there, and that's kind of what led to the doom of Valyria. Or a lot of people speculated that, but. Apparently, they dabbled too heavily. There was like land dragons, too. Those ones didn't even fly. Yeah. At that point. The worms. They're called, like, worms. Yeah, they were just, like, the faces, RN. basically. Yeah, they're big-ass lava salamander-type things. Yeah, and they'd live yeah, in that, the mountain. That would be a cool spinoff, I think. Also, I hard. think the long night would be cool. Or one that is... I don't oh. want the long night. <laughs> no, not a fan. I just don't think we need to see the Night King take another L. We already saw how that story ends. There's so much more stuff yeah. to do. I just want to see the White Walkers given more time. Lose again. That is true, though. Fuck. One thing. Okay, what would be cool is seeing a spinoff in without Deep a dragon. SS. They didn't even fucking lose to a dragon that time. I know that was a fat L. Just a guy with a burning sword. What? Like what the hell? How I guess there's happen? a story there, but bro, like. <laughs> How do you lose I'm not ready, guy man. Come, maybe 20 years from now or something, you could then come back and be like, well, can we do this and maybe make it? I don't yeah. know, though, dude. Honestly, the storyline, even with it, even around it, with building a lot of houses and like, there wasn't like, a one top house, really. There was like, a bunch more houses. That even feels just super close to Game of Thrones, too. Yeah. So I don't know if you need to do that story. Something deep in Essos would be cool. Because throughout the Targaryen Empire, there would be a lot of princess, princesses and princes that would just basically get on their dragon and be like, I have the ultimate mode of transportation that exists in this world, so I'm just going to try to explore as much as I can. And some, some dragon riders went deep into Sothorios, which is that southern continent below Essos, far to the east. And that would yeah, be cool they to fucking see some died, didn't stuff they? like that. I don't think they ever came Un, back. Unknown, unknown. <laughs> Never came They're back. Dead, <laughs> so there's no yeah. story there right now. I guess you'd you'd have to have George R. R. Martin write that shit. And I'd still rather be like, dude, yeah. George, if you're gonna be writing me more books, you need to just fucking do your version of of yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Get that done. Get to the end of it. Fair. <laughs> He's already taking so many breaks though to write other stuff. Bro, I mean, you got to make sure that the TV shows are good. The TV shows, that shit keeps people interested. Keeps people waiting. what if they turn this into a TV show? Bro, when this book drops, it might sell a million copies first week. Winds of Winter? Yeah, and the one after. He's still got another whole ass book he's got to write. The Dream of Spring. That's what people, yeah. (laughs) Like, we've been waiting so long for the Winds of Winter, it's not even the last fucking book. I know he finally very recently was, yeah, straight up, it's going to be way different <laughs> now. Before he was <laughs> no, sort of not that. really being, he was kind of being coy about it, coy about it and saying, yeah, some stuff will be the same. And now, yeah, it's going to be very yeah. different. <laughs> like multiple times he said that recently. When they were promoting season eight before it even came out, he was saying stuff like, he, he was more, way more in line with what was going to happen. And then I feel like he's changed 
a lot of things in his mind. Well, he's just been a lot of the stuff he's been saying is crazy. Like, I think because he, he got that fucking deal, man. He got his deal with HBO, and then he was saying how after recently he said too that yeah, I wasn't really involved at all with the last season, last two seasons even. Like he yeah, said damn. that the other day. Because yeah, they did D and D did kind of say that they they consulted with him less than in previous seasons. They did say that. Yeah. Like, yeah. They said because he was busy writing the book. It didn't feel like yeah. that's what he sounded like though. And I, but I didn't. It, this is like him writing this out in context. I don't know necessarily the exact context of what he's trying. Like if he's saying it that he's mad about it, or if it's just this is what happened. That seems like that's what happened. You know what would be sick is. Imagine Smash Bros. But it's just with Pokemon characters. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what are <laughs> Why you are you talking about, about Pokemon? <laughs> Motherfucker. Here, I'm <laughs> yeah. bringing up fan questions. Are we talking about Pokemon now? Okay, right, let's wrap but it would up. that not be sick? I know, bro, that was so fucking random. I thought you were about to say something about some Game of Thrones game. No, that's already in multiverses. Arya Stark is in that game. And they're going to put more thrones characters in yeah <sighs> no but i ran out of house of the dragon slots so i just thought about something else that no I about here, dude. I'll, I'll read some, I'll read some fan questions. <laughs> at noob face is his handle he says i hope the entire show isn't just focused on king's landing game of thrones was great quote until the end because it focused on different people across all of westeros well man this show is kind of That's, about a family that lives and rules King's Landing, but yeah. there's probably going to be other because there's other Targaryens around, and now Damon's been sent off, so that's all, that's going to be a point of view outside of King's Landing. There's already been some seeds planted in this episode too about where the show could go. So yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I was I was definitely worried about that as to that as you well. Were? Well, no, while I was while, while I was watching about it, I was just thinking about it because this entire episode takes place in King's Landing, right? Whereas Game of Thrones episode one takes place beyond the wall in Winterfell in King's Landing. In, no, it's uh, not in King's Essos. Landing. Oh, there is one scene. You're right. They show uh, uh, John Aaron. Dude, wait, Aaron was the, that the, the same last the name as? Yeah, from the Vale. No, wait, yeah, bro, is that the same last name as? His wife? What was his wife's last name? The king's wife. Yeah, Damon's Damon's wife. No, not Damon. Or I'm the talking king's about wife? the king's wife. What oh, was her last that. name? Was she a Targaryen or did she have a different name? I'm pretty sure she is like uh, partially Targaryen. Oh, absolutely. Because she had blonde oh, hair. Oh, yeah. A- Ama, Ama Aaron. Aaron. Because yeah, she has that. So yeah, it's Aaron. Both episodes start with an Aaron dying. That's interesting. Oh, truly, yeah. Huh. Both kick off some crazy events. <laughs> True. So that's a tie there. What about... Uh, yeah, I did not think about that. Anyway, what, what were you saying, uh, Ross? Or Luke? Either of you. Isn't Sir Kristen Cole from Dorne? He's Dornish? Yes. So there's going to be a Dornish perspective. Perspective. That's true, bro. Oh, but yeah, that's they, what I was... Targaryens mad respected Dorne, too, because Dorne was beating yeah. them in wars back in the day. Even with dragons, they didn't lose... Because they couldn't get to him, basically. They were just hella smart about hiding. And that's another thing, too, that was kind of lost because they had a lot of respect for that family and, you know, then what happens in Game of Thrones TV show. Isn't Daenerys' brother named after him, too? Viserys? The second? He's not the second, bro. He was never king. Or the... Oh, okay. Yeah, true. But Viserys, right? He was named after him? Mm -hmm. Or he was just Viserys 
He was named. Viserys is just a family. Yeah, it's a family name. Yeah, just a family name. Because there's probably other Viseruses after this guy. Yeah, there's a bunch of Aegons. I mean, there'll be another Aegon in the oh, yeah. show even. Potentially. John Snow, there, there is. No, there, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, potentially, potentially. No, no, <laughs> no spoilers. Because Jon Snow is Aegon the Fifth. So there's a there's a fuck ton. Aegon V Targaryen. Yeah, because there's Aegon the Second. Because wasn't Aegon's son Aegon Jr.? Potentially. No? Who's king? Fuck, <laughs> I, don't I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Yeah, this, this is off. I don't even want to look into this shit. Okay, let's move on. More, hey, more questions. <laughs> wait, wait. What was it? Uh, oh no, I was worried about that. I was say, what I was saying earlier. I was worried about that as well. But then I started thinking about where this story goes in the show, and it's definitely gonna have to take the perspective to a bunch of other places outside of the king. So I don't think you will have to worry about worry about that long term. Even though this first episode was very focused on. King's Landing. What are all those small eggs they put in the small council? That's from D7OMPK. Small eggs? I don't know. I was wondering that as well. I think they ex- there was a behind-the-scenes thing. They just said that it just means that you're checking in, really, for the, the meeting, the council meeting. I didn't even see any eggs. What? There's they put eggs? those little balls in the table when they sit down. Oh, shit, I didn't see that. I'll have to look for that. Yeah, Damn. so it's they just said that they they're adding little small world building details by doing stuff like that. It's probably in the book somewhere. I know because uh, Miguel Saposhnik and Ryan Condal, I saw in multiple interviews they kept talking about how they wanted to uh, give a lot of attention to detail when it came to this show and making it replicate what they read in the books. Yeah, and they had like, George R. R. Martin checking over everything too. He watched every episode before they were signed off, basically. Except for the finale. You think he forgets some of the shit he's came up with? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I bet he has, dude. He literally said that in an interview. He said that sometimes people are such big nerds, they, came, they come up to him and talk to him about his stuff, and he doesn't even remember what they're talking about. Because <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's such a deep cut. And, and they just like wrote it 30 years ago now, too. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this person's more invested in this than I am. Yeah. Okay, so this is an interesting question. I'm not going to tell you who they're talking about, though. So I7 Modi said, in Game of Thrones, there was a scene that Joffrey Baratheon is talking about the death of a certain character in the show. Does that count as a spoiler? And <laughs> Man, I would say, yeah. Wait, what like, was the question? Just try to forget, forget who it was, you know? Wait, so what he was, was the question? He was at, okay. So the question... Says, does this count as a spoiler? In Game of Thrones, there was a scene that Joffrey Baratheon is talking about the death of one of the characters who is in this going to be in the show or in the show. And I, he's asking if that counts Uh-oh. as a spoiler. And I said, definitely. That would be considered for sure a spoiler, I think. But it is mentioned. Yeah. It's funny. I forgot about that conversation. So when people are rewatching Game of Thrones, there's something to pick up. I mean, that's a potential spoiler right there for sure. I think there might be multiple things. I'm, I'm yeah, not sure. For though. sure. Like, the Targaryen Civil War is alluded to. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Shireen talks about some of the characters in uh, Season 5 when, right before she gets burned, mm-hmm. she's, like, talking to her dad about the Dance of the Dragons. Mm-hmm. She might give some spoilers yeah. as well. <laughs> he does is for it sure, a spoiler, though, if they already revealed it in the show? I know. That's the problem. It's like, well, fuck, should we talk about that? Because it is in the lore, and we do have a lot of people who probably literally rewatched the whole show recently. I don't know. I got to think about this more. I'll, I'll, honestly, I'll ask, I'll ask our podcast listeners. We'll do a poll and get some feedback. 
for the next episode because then we can decide if we can talk about it. But then the problem is, Ross, is what actually was said and what do I think was said? <laughs> I have to like double True. check, I guess. Fair. Okay. Let's see if there's anything else here. No, I mean, a lot of these questions are things that have been brought up. Do you think at any point we'll see a prequel to this? To this? Like Aegon? People, people are complaining about it being too dark. Do you guys think it was too dark? I think it was too dark. As in like the color, like, the lighting? Mm, oh, no. it depends on how you watch it because I watched, Amanda and I started it at 7 or 6. It was still it, sunny yeah, out. It was 6 PST and it was still sunny out and it was really hard to watch and we immediately just looked over at each other and we were like, let's wait till the sun goes down and this will be so much better and it was yeah i watched it was so much clearer brighter yeah for sure so i get that and i think maybe the scene at the end when he's talking to he's banishing damon that scene was kind of dark but that's a fucking dark room man yeah it's all lit up with candlelight and it fits the mood of the tone of what's happening yeah man it felt very it felt very the tone felt very game of thrones the the setting everything it felt very game of thrones but actually it felt even brighter in parts of the episode there was more color and they showed more of the tree what's that the werewood yeah the werewood scene that was really some of those sets were so cool i was like just watching like damn they actually built this whole fucking thing for this set you know it's crazy yeah i i thought that was a cool little thing in there as well because at the point of in uh, Game of Thrones, all the werewoods are chopped down except for the ones in the north. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so that one being in King's Landing is kind of cool just seeing the progression of what happens. Yeah. The world building. This Any was, other questions? This is this other co- another comment. He said, what do you guys think about the score? I, was, I wish the music wasn't so similar to Game of Thrones, but... I yeah. fucking loved it. <laughs> it yeah, even at parts the point of it, yeah, yeah, I wanted to be. I feel like it, it made itself its own thing as well. Yeah, he had that new piano song at the end too. That because he doesn't really use yeah. piano in Game of Thrones, he used it with the Night King, and then maybe one other time. I remember it in that show when the, the piano one with was Cersei. used. Yeah, when Dude, Cersei blows the up the Sept, that was sick. Yeah, so he always that he was always fire. ooh, you know that's a good connection that he always used. The piano is really only used in Miguel Saposhnik episodes. Saposhnik. I need to double check that too, but he directed I, yeah. all three of those episodes. So maybe it will be used more in this show. He did The Long Night as well. You, you said that one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, he's done a lot of good episodes. And they used Daenerys' version of the Game of Thrones outro or, you know, intro. When she frees all the Unsullied and all those people, they used that version of... Yeah, the theme. So that's like the Targaryen version, which I thought was sick, man. I really liked. They wouldn't even need to hear the new score or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was Next when uh, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra was getting uh, pronounced queen, right? Or mm-hmm. at the very end, after she throne. got named the heir. Yep. Then they. Yeah, I liked that. all those those light motifs that were included that connected them back to. And thematic moments in Game of Thrones as well, and then on top of that, I thought there was the Stark one, new they stuff did that too for a second as well. Yeah, yeah, that was sick, dude. That was yeah. When uh, what was his, is it Torin Stark? Was it Torin Stark or I think it was Rickon Stark because it was a Stark it was name that was used in Game of Thrones. Yeah, when he was like pledging fealty, and it's a good way to tie it back to the world. I mean, it really felt like a show within that world, but it felt new felt like just a different story and i'm invested man fuck i was like damn i wish they had dropped two episodes shit yeah that would be nice 
But this one was really long too at the same time. It felt nice. Yeah, they're all an hour. Ten episodes all an hour long, I think. Right around an hour. Ooh. That's what I'd love to hear. That is a sweet spot. Yeah, man. If Game of Thrones, dude, if Game of Thrones would have finished off with the last two seasons as ten episodes. I think it would have solved so many things. <laughs> Dude, the problem with a lot of these questions is the answer is out there, you know? Can't answer, yeah, can't even yeah. talk about it. Can't talk about some of this stuff. Yeah. That's a yeah. It's going to be a wild ride for some of these people, man, because, you know, fuck, reading some of these questions. I know. Early favorite to be killed next. We can't talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there might be somebody more minor that we're not thinking about that dies sooner please discuss how mid it is i'm sorry roxy i can't i don't agree i liked it it was good yeah it was fucking good all right fellas all right everyone start the show make sure to follow us on twitter at culture crave at thrones underscore facts i'm zach williamson we'll be back next week with more house of the dragon